नमस्ते गाइस आई एम डॉक्टर अनुश्रुति एंड आई एम बैक विद एन अमेजिंग एपिसोड वेल एवरीवन इज हिटिंग द जिम राइट नाउ एंड ऑब्वियसली बिकॉज न्यू ईयर जस्ट वेंट सो एवरीवन हैज दिस एनर्जी सम आर गोइंग टू लूज वेट एंड सम आर गोइंग टू गेन स्ट्रेंथ बट डू यू नो विद जिम अ लॉट ऑफ इंजरीज कम अलोंग विद एंड दिस इज द पॉइंट वेयर फिजियोथेरेपी प्लेज एन इंपॉर्टेंट रोल well if you are a gym rat or if you are working out this episode is specially for you so do not miss this today on board i have dr david skolnick who is a physical therapist by profession and expresses his views and takes on physical fitness industry healthcare industry through his tweets by the way i don't think i should introduce a little more because the person himself is enough to tell about himself so let's just directly speak to him hello dr david how are you I am doing great. How are you? I am doing fine. I am really excited for this episode because I know a lot of people in my audience is actually in the gym right now listening to this audio or watching this video. So, I can I just expect the same excitement from you? Are you looking forward to this episode? Absolutely. Yeah, it's always really fun to be on this side of the microphone. Okay. Great. moving ahead dr david i really want to know what should be the main aim the focus of a healthcare professional with patients while working out with them so i think taking an individual approach to patients and also clients in the gym is super important there are some basic principles and tenets things that i think everyone should aim to do in the gym um but i think maybe the biggest thing to understand is that um healthcare and fitness are not one size fits all so just because you see one person doing something that works for them in the gym doesn't mean that you should feel like you are failing if it doesn't work for you it typically just means there's one or two little adjustments maybe one or two relatively big adjustments but everyone has the capability of getting stronger and staying injury free um through intelligent training absolutely i believe every individual is different and unique in its own sense mm-hmm. moving on dr david you recently posted that deadlifts should not be called as deadlifts i really found this you know like something exciting because this is what everyone actually thinks about when they first hear the word deadlift why did you just post this what was coming to your mind while posting this and alternatively what do you think should be the name so i so i work with patients as a physical therapist i work with clients um in person and online as a coach and i travel around um parts of the united states teaching personal trainers how to be better coaches how to be smarter coaches how to keep their clients pain free and one of the things we talk about a lot is how um hinging the whole hinging movement pattern the only thing people think of is the deadlift and specifically deadlifting with a barbell and almost without fail you know if you tell someone that you deadlift they will and they don't go to the gym they will tell you you should stop doing that it's bad for your back right or you tell your doctor that your back hurts um and that you go to the gym and they'll say well make sure you don't deadlift cuz deadlifting is bad for your back um so the reason i wanted to post that is because 
that's just objectively not true. Um, you know, people do hurt their backs deadlifting, but people also hurt their backs doing yard work. People hurt their backs rolling over in bed, right? I think there's a physical therapist in the UK named Adam Meekins, and he made a great post maybe a couple of years ago now, and he said, if you went to the doctor and told them that you hurt your back having sex with your spouse, they would never be like, well, don't have sex anymore. That was dumb. Sex is bad for your back. But it's so easy to do that with an exercise in the gym. So really, Absolutely. I just wanted to get people thinking, right? I don't necessarily think that we need to change the name of the deadlift, although it's a little scary. Um, the reason it's called a deadlift is because it's a dead stop on the ground. There's no momentum. It's not because people die <laughs> doing deadlifts. Um, but yeah, just changing the verbiage. Like if you if you went and said, yeah, I do uh, barbell pickups. It's like, that sounds pretty safe. You know, just something like that. Because it is being able to bend over and pick something up is a pretty standard part of life. Um, and if you can train that in the gym without fear, then when you go to pick up your child, your dog, that bag of soil for your garden, the rock that needs to be moved for your landscaping, your rug, your couch, whatever it is, if you train that in the gym, you're less likely to hurt yourself when you do it in regular life. So really, I just wanted to sort of get people thinking like, are, are we afraid of deadlifts because they're called deadlifts and because it's just been like decades of people saying deadlifts are bad? And if we just changed the name, if you went and said, oh, yeah, I do pickups with a barbell, would we be like, that sounds great. You should do more. Here, I would like to say that do not judge an exercise by its name. What else should I say? Well, moving on, Dr. David, what is the connection between anxiety and exercise? Would you suggest a person who is suffering from anxiety, feeling anxious to have exercises? Yeah, so I would say I don't think there's any evidence that one particular type of exercise is best for anxiety, simply that physical movement is linked to improved mood and reduced anxiety and reduced depression. Not to say that it's a replacement for medicine. In, in, if anything, it's a way to enhance the effects Just of to medicine. Just feel better. Yeah. No, I th so a couple reasons. One, like you are very present, right? If you work out fairly hard, you, you're in the moment, right? And a lot of anxiety, right? Anxiety is worrying about things that have happened in the past or worrying about things we think are going to happen in the future. Um, physical activity puts you squarely in the present, right? You're running, you're lifting weights, you're swinging a kettlebell, you're playing basketball. It's really hard to be distracted by what happened before and what happened after. So you get this, your brain gets this break. And it also, as human beings, like we're designed to move. So our bodies and our brains and our chemistry and our hormones reward us for being physically active and release this cascade of feel-good chemicals and hormones, and we will simply be happier during and after. And that's basically, at this point, a scientific fact. Absolutely. Here, Dr. David, I would like to introduce you to one of the segments of my show where we answer the questions of my followers and patients. Now, I have a bunch of questions ready for you which people okay. have sent me directly for you. So 
is Dr. Devi, are, are, are you ready to answer these questions? Let's do it. Okay, great. So the first question is coming from Ms. Kiran from Mumbai. Okay, she says, hello, Dr. David, how are you? I have lower back pain. Is it because I lift heavy weights in the gym? I have been working out for the past one month. So if you didn't have back pain before, and the only variable that's changed is that you started lifting weights, then there's a reasonable chance that the weightlifting is causing some low back pain. It could be that the back muscles are simply sore, right? It could not be a problem whatsoever. It's just the first time you've really felt your low back engaged like this. So changing up the exercises a little bit, maybe a few less reps or a little bit less weight could be awesome. It's also a great opportunity to maybe work with a trainer and make sure that your form is on point. Really, really good. I hope Ms. Kiran, your question is answered. Next, we have Mitali from Jaipur. She says, what things should I keep in mind while working out on the days I have my periods? Mm. So I think during the menstrual period, there's an expectation that fatigue may be slightly higher, but you may actually feel pretty darn strong. It's, I think from what I understand recently, it's immediately before your period, strength dips. And then during strength goes up, but rate mm -hmm. of fatigue may also go up a little bit. So that might be a great time to lift a little bit heavier, but keep the total workout a little bit shorter. Exactly. I hope Mitali, you are satisfied from the answer. Moving on, we have Mr. Pritam Sharma from Kanpur. He says, I want to start strength training. I have a normal BMI. I want to know, is food also an important part of this journey? What should I focus on in my diet while beginning this journey? Protein. Focus on the protein. If you can get, so in kilograms, yes. So in kilograms, you're trying to get one gram of protein per kilogram of body weight. And then you kind of fill in the other macronutrients from there. The only other thing I would say, if you want to be a little more scientific and strategic, is try and have your carbohydrates before and after your workout and more of the fats that you eat farther away from your training. Here, I would like to ask Dr. David, what do you think about supplements? Right now, I have seen a lot of people consuming supplements, you know, while having the natural source of food or like you i i guess you understand what i'm talking about the certain supplements people are taking into the body like in heavy amounts what are your take about mm -hmm. this like should we actually have supplements intake is it bad for health is it good for health what is the impact what is exactly this air about supplements especially protein so, supplements yeah yeah so i think supplements in general if you just step back for a second it's in the name, right? It's supposed to supplement your diet. So the number one thing that I would recommend for anyone is to try and get the right macronutrients, the fats and the proteins and the carbohydrates from real foods. And then based on your diet, supplement with the things that you don't get as much of. The best way to figure out what to supplement with is to get your blood work done and figure out what are you actually low in, certain vitamins, certain minerals. I think protein supplements 
are great because they are an easy way and a very convenient way to increase protein overall, which makes it a relatively healthy way to sort of snack or supplement. Um, and the other one that I would recommend to almost anyone who trains is creatine. Creatine is the most researched supplement in the world. It's incredibly safe. It's hard to get enough, especially when you follow a vegetarian diet. So supplementing with protein and creatine would be pretty standard for me. And then I would get blood work done to figure out everything else. Um, and I think the only, the only risk of supplementation is using it as a crutch, as an excuse not to figure out the actual whole food nutrition and think you can get away with just supplementing your way to a good diet. Great. Understood. Well, bingo, you have answered all the questions of my followers and patients. Moving on, Dr. David. Now, people have this habit of having everything served to them. They want everything to be quick in their life. You would have come across a lot of patients and clients, you know, who would be having this desire of losing weight quickly, gaining strength quickly, you know, having that six pack abs, muscles and everything quickly but nothing comes quickly except the two minute noodles so what is mm -hmm. your take about this like what do you want to say to such patients so i think the number one thing to say is the best science lies in compliance right it is what you do repeatedly over and over and over and over again that gets you the best results which is why i think it's important to understand there is no one best workout. There is no one perfect workout, right? We don't gain weight. You know, you don't gain 50 pounds in a week. You're not going to lose 50 pounds in a week. You're not going to get the abs and the arms and the butt of your dreams in a month, right? But you're not going to lose them in a month either if you need to take a break from working out. So I think the number one thing I would say to people is find whatever forms of physical activity and exercise and sport you enjoy the most you know think do i see myself enjoying this five years from now if the answer is yes then i would lean into that and if you're thinking like i can barely even stomach the idea of doing this tomorrow don't force yourself to do that because you will quit so do what you enjoy and just find the ways of moving your body that are the easiest for you to do over and over and over also, Dr. David, I have seen you actively speak about healthcare industry and tell them what are the right thing to do, what are the wrong things not to do. So what do you think is one of the biggest mistake healthcare professionals are making right now? I think one of the biggest mistakes that healthcare professionals make is sort of, and I'm going to speak kind of to like what happens in America. I don't know if this is particularly true in India or anywhere else in the world for that matter, but we work in a system where we unfortunately feel like our only value is with people who are sick or injured. And I think we could have Same. such a huge impact on people who are healthy. Right? This, this prevails to... over here as well. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's trying to figure out I mean, first, you know, I have to convince myself that I can help people when they are healthy and that's worth value, right? I need to be able to put a price on that. Like it's worth $100 for an hour to work with someone who is not injured and help them figure out how to stay that way. So I, I really think the biggest issue is that we've allowed ourselves 
to move with the industry and it's really not healthcare, it's sick care, right? And, and no one is doing, or very few people are doing enough to figure out why people are healthy and how they can stay that way. We just wait and people wait until they feel horrible and then they come see us and try and get back to better, which is still not good. <laughs> it's just I a little bit less sick. I can understand. Yeah, it's very, very, very frustrating. This prevails over here as well. And I believe, you know, this is actually the mindset of people. Doctors, yeah. healthcare professionals should believe in them that they are doctors and they have a lot more thing to do. But they mm -hmm. just, you know, I would say restrict themselves. They have that certain rigidity. I don't know what would be the correct word to use, but this is something that is prevailing all over the world. Well, yeah. last but not the least, Dr. David, I want to know Dr. David's biggest piece of advice for everyone who's listening and watching this episode. My biggest piece of advice is that you can never be strong enough. You can never be physically strong enough. You can never be mentally strong enough, right? You can always have stronger relationships with your family, with your friends. You can have a stronger relationship with your mind. You can become physically stronger. It's not to say that everyone is weak. It's just to say that, you know, don't stop pushing to be stronger in every way. Absolutely. Well, with this, we have come to an end of this episode. And I know that everyone who is in the gym right now listening to this audio in their headphones, I hope you liked it. And it was a great gym session for you and everyone else who's listening and watching this video from the comfort of their home. Stand up, move, keep your body straight, keep your back straight and have a glass of water. Also, a pro tip, do not pressurize yourself with the workouts you do. Enjoy the workouts you do because this is what the most important thing according to Dr. David. Dr. David, thank you so much for taking out from your time, from your schedule to speak to us. And I believe you had a great time. Uh, this was awesome. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. We'll see you in the next episode. Till then, goodbye. Take care.